0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This week on 99 Problems and Bitchy Might Be One of Them, we're complaining about gift giving. Just to review, this podcast has three hosts, me, Rage, me, Flash
1: Flood,
2: and me, Riptide. That bitch ain't got nothing positive to say today. (laughs) Couldn't you just hear it in her voice? (laughs) She said she's tired. I'm pretty sure she's watching Hamilton right in the background.
1: (laughs) Are you serious? It's not Hamilton, for once. It's um, paused on Indian Matchmaker. Oh. I've been binging it for the past
2: few days. Yes. Must. Speaking of binging. All right, so get started. Yes. Speaking
1: of binging,
0: my positivity point is that I finished watching Game of Thrones again. Um, that's the thing. So I binge watch shows that I've already seen before and I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself to finish watching it like I get nothing done I mean I get things done but I don't my time is not spent efficiently when I'm in the middle of a binge I guess okay this is not sorry for people who have eating disorders but like that's my binging Mm -hmm. I've moved from like food binging to like TV binging Hmm.
2: You know, so look, one can't be on at all times. So whatever you do, do it well. Wait, that sounds really bad too. You know what? So my positivity point this week is that they opened a new bridge by my house and there's a brand new park. And so I went to that park. Um, this isn't going to be positive, but I just wanted to expand on it. I did go to the park and there was like a tack of the gnats at the park. Um, So that kind of sucked. But besides that, I went to the new park yesterday and it was really nice. And my child had a good time. So I'm excited to go to that park when it's even warmer during the summer.
1: The gnats were like, there's a new green space in the city. Got to move in ASAP.
2: It was bad. One time the gnats were so bad that not only did it make the news, but I remember walking onto lakefront and I walked off. And I should have the first 10 swarms of gnats. Should have made me turn around. But I was like, surely there won't be more than these ten swarms of gnats. No, I didn't turn around. I went my regular route that, you know, that I walk. And um, when I got back home, like, gnats were, like, falling off of my clothes and out of my hair. <gasps> That's how bad it was. Ew. And then it made the news. It's two miles, Riptide, two. <laughs> All right.
0: Anyway, Riptide, um,
2: were you wait, able to wait
0: wait, deep? Wait, I have a question. I'm sorry. Before we go, because... I really like this topic and y'all are going to think it's weird, but what type of bridge did y'all get?
2: Okay, Was it like a no raising idea. bridge or just like a regular bridge? So I don't know. There's a ramp for like um stuff, for, it's pedestrian and bike or wheeled bridge. So there's a ramp for that. And then there's some stairs and it goes up and then when it's over the large street and trains, and then that's the highest, and then it goes all the way down, and they have some blue steels going over it, and it's made of concrete. I don't know the answer to this question, but that's what I can tell you. Okay.
0: It sounds pretty. Yeah. It's all right. I don't know why, like, bridge architecture is one thing that, like, I don't know, really fascinates me.
1: (laughs) It really makes a difference between, like, it just... When you go to a city and there's no, like, nice bridges, it just screams I'm run down and no one cares about me. And everybody robs people here. Oh, shit. Because we're poor. Because okay, our wow. city doesn't even invest in the in- infrastructure. We're just a... The city, the whole city is, like, yeah. as
0: a whole. So you much know. for that positivity point. <laughs> Well, All that's right, not so happening in get funny. a new game,
2: but I guess I'm also not poor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We got a nice bridge, so we know I'm not poor.
1: Don't live in a city that's poor. Okay. Um, my positivity point was I opened a new bank account just so I could get money, and the money came. So yeah, Nice. I'm not advertising for them because they didn't send me a debit card when I opened the account, but they did Absolutely. send me my $400, so... a wins a win
2: nice i like that
1: it's almost like it was a gift
2: (laughs) speaking of which so this week we're talking about gift giving i don't know who was supposed to introduce it but here we are i think i say that every week um i just wanted to give a disclaimer and i think this applies to everyone on the podcast i love giving gifts um, if I'm inspired, um, I really care about the person, I'm really excited about something, I see something that you're really gonna like, I do not have a problem giving a gift. So I'm not like a mean Scrooge who's like no gifts for bitches. I'm pretty sure Riptide has also said that when she's inspired, she loves giving gifts. And I feel like Rach has also said something similar as well. So this is not really the that like scroogey things that we're coming at. It's something a little bit more different, which I feel like Riptide would probably be a better job at explaining. I think she said she doesn't, like, required gift giving.
1: Yeah. To me, it takes away, like, to me, a gift is something that should come from the heart. and It should be spontaneous and I should know, like, oh, Rage was thinking of me and she knows me well enough that she went out and got this thing. Not Rage bought me a set of cups because I'm getting married. Right. Because, I mean it's nice. I appreciate it. I needed cups, I guess, if I put them on my registry. But I don't know. I think it's one thing for like a friend to help you out because they want to and it's another thing it's like because they had to.
2: Right? Maybe no, I my agree. therapist
1: would say something about that,
2: but I mean, so for me, I will do it to preserve the relationship if I value the relationship, right? I'm going to go to your registry and I have no problem doing what is supposed to be done. Um, but I don't really like the culture and the overall trend. I'll do it because it's like, I'm not going to have you be mad at me over $40, right? Um, but yeah, I just think it's a stupid tradition of required gift giving. Um, and so I'm glad you mentioned the idea of registries because something I hate about required gift giving is really ridiculous registries.
0: Oh, did y'all see that, um... What I think Bed Bath and Beyond is bankrupting, maybe mm-hmm. again. I don't know if it's in again or not, but they, um, <laughs> if you have gift cards to Bed Bath or Beyond or um, Bye Bye Baby, um, go use your gift card this weekend because yeah. if it is not expired yet, it will be soon. Um, which is some bullshit, really, because
2: that's your cash. I lost um, a Carson's gift card that way, which is... I don't know Ooh, how... Carson's. All oh, right, I was about to say, I don't know how where Carson's exists besides where I'm at. If, well, not even where I'm at anymore. Um, but I had one that, unfortunately, did not stand the test of time because I went when they were closing and they were like, no, we're not accepting these anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, screw yeah. you bitches.
1: Yeah. I had a Borders gift card that... RIP. RIP'd. Because <laughs> I was waiting to have enough money to buy one of my textbooks. Oh, <laughs> Disrespect. shit. And they went out of business, so. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't fast enough. Yeah. Okay. So uh, one of my
2: favorite things to do, um, because I love to hate things, is to look over people's registries and, like, hate look through them. <laughs> Be like, why are you asking for a $4,000 stroller set I will add that I know that from someone who has gone in to like put together a registry in the store, they basically tell you put anything, put anything and everything on your registry, everything you want, just put it on it. And I think that's a really crappy custom because of course the store wants you to put anything and everything on it because then you're going to put anything and everything on it and someone's going to buy it. But it's not necessarily a lot of thought being put into it about whether or not this is an actual practical item, right? And that, so that bothers me. Yeah,
1: if I see that you have multiple dish sets, I'm judging. Like the round
0: ones and the square ones? Or just multiple round (laughs) ones.
1: Like, why do you have five different colors of round dishes? You're not throwing a dinner party. You're not, I know you.
2: (laughs) My thing is, if you've lived together for God knows how long, why is there, like, have you guys, what have you guys been using this entire time? I feel like you've had probably enough. Damn, I'm going bald over here. Sorry, I'm taking out my braids. Um, and I don't know. I think that sometimes people put a lot of ridiculous things on their registries just with the hopes that people will just buy them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get the use of registries for people who, do, um, who maybe don't have a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what I don't like about registries or gift-giving culture is the overconsumption of things. Um, I think it'd be nice... For people to gift, like, used items, mm-hmm. um, or to just, you know, spend their money, um, on products that are gonna last longer and actually hold on to them because, um, I think there's this, I don't know where this came about when I was growing up because <laughs> I'm so old, <laughs> I remember being a kid and, like, going to my, like, older, like, cousin's, um, like, baby showers, um, and they would only have one. Now it's, like, there's right. a baby shower every year that you pop out a kid. But, like, I get it if, like, you had your children, like, several years apart, and you did happen to get, you know, get rid of some things, and you do need them now, but, like... What happened to, like, handy downs? Like, it's, and it's not even about, like, can't afford or can or can't afford to get something new. It's, or, like, whether or not people want to shower you in love. It's, it's about, like, create, like, for me, it's a, like I said, it's a consumption thing. Like, we're just polluting and, like, creating things that don't need to be created that are just going to end up in landfills eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, That, that is very bothersome to me.
2: As a person who hates capitalism, my favorite anti-capitalism act is buying things secondhand because, right, why am I buying this item brand new when someone will sell it to me or give it to me, whatever it is, for a fraction of the cost and therefore I won't be giving to Mr. Target a second time. Um, And I see a lot of things on people's registries and I'm like, I have this and it's in very good condition and you could have it right now, especially with babies because they either are or aren't gonna take it. You could buy this snoo and your baby doesn't wanna sleep in it. And then you spent, spend a thousand plus dollars on this and you could've gotten that elsewhere, second hand or whatever the heck it was. Um, I had a swing for my daughter. She did not like that swing. She was never in that swing. So, and I was glad, I, I was happy to get rid of it when I did get rid of it because I bought it secondhand, so I just didn't care. It was, I mean, I, obviously you care, but it didn't hurt as bad. As it would have if it had been like a brand new item that I, that was like top of the line and I would expect, had high expectations, right? You know, babies yeah. are kind of like cats. You buy them shit and you don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I feel like, too, so like, I feel like, for like the middle class, because I feel like there's a class uh, component here, but I feel like middle class and up, it's a lot about like consumerism. And then as, like, this gap between, like, the upper middle class and lower middle class and working class and working poor and on down continues to grow, I feel like, and workers continue to be more and more exploited, I feel like it's just like, hey, we can't afford to live, so we're just going to have everybody else supplement this. And I mean, I don't mind supporting you, but... There's just bigger issues at play and the solution is not a GoFundMe or registry for your baby.
2: Right. And I think you also just highlighted something um, because a lot of people are kind of stunting on the gram. So you hop on the internet and you show that you're living a life that you can barely afford, that you have subsidized. I don't know if that's the right word I'm looking for through having 10 registries for each kid because kids are expensive but in some respects they don't have to be especially I'm, I'll never forget my registry I tried to keep my registry like super minimum so y'all know I just be on my minimalist shit I hate capitalism um and they just kept harassing me to add things to my registry just leave me alone I know what I want and I know what I don't want well did you I see you don't have this on it because I already have it Mr. Target leave me alone mm-hmm <laughs>
0: Yeah. Hey, I have a question cause I don't, I feel like I don't have a lot of, I, I guess I don't have a lot of friends who have children or who are having these types of parties that, um, don't require, but like, you know, people typically have registries for, if you saw an item on a registry, let's just keep going with like baby registries cause I feel like it's a good example. Um, and you saw that it, someone had an item on there that you already had and weren't using. Is it weird to offer it to someone? Is that like a taboo thing to do?
2: I think, well, so like, then let me add so you are opening up your registry to a bunch of people who aren't really in your close village, right? I'd say, hey, I have this. Would you want it? I'd feel comfortable having that conversation with you. But maybe for, I think as Riptide said, my mom's aunt's cousin's daughter whose wedding is going on, I'm not having that conversation with her. I don't know why I was invited to your wedding. I don't know why I'm looking at your registry. I don't know what you want or what you might be interested in. And I don't feel comfortable offering this item secondhand to you. So I'm not going to ask you that. But for some odd reason, here I am kind of being forced into this predicament. But I think, yeah, I think it just kind of depends on the friendship. That or a relationship that you have with that person because I definitely would. Why are and also if I'm giving you this because I am who I am and I do want to shower my close friends with love and support, um, and like for that type of thing, I would probably also get something off the registry and then you could have this and something else. Um, that's just what how I would feel depending if it is a close friend, yeah, yeah,
0: I get that. I feel like that's that's a good point too. Um, and this also goes to like what y'all were talking about, like people using these parties just to subsidize their lifestyles that they want. Um, someone mentioned once, um, that they heard that somebody was going to throw a party because they were moving into a new place and they wanted to get a bunch of stuff and they were going to require people to bring a gift. And I was like, that's weird as heck. Because why would you require someone
1: to bring a gift? Right. See, I was just going to complain about, like, I feel like housewarming parties used to be when you bought a house and you needed new things mm. for your house, not because you moved into your first apartment or you are doing whatever. And maybe that's different because nobody can fucking afford to just move into their own house now. They, like, have to rent for a while. But the pe- to the people... Who have an engagement party and mm. a bachelorette party and mm-hmm. a bridal shower and a wedding and a, a housewarming party in the span of, like, a year or two. And then, a a, and then and then a baby out? shower? And then a baby shower because you got pregnant right away. Yeah. Or you were pregnant stop before, it. I guess. We're not traditional. But we just don't want to stop sending us registries.
2: Right. Also, one thing that was weird was that when my daughter had her birthdays everyone's like oh that you do you have like a list or, or like a whatever and I'm like look here's the deal like get what go, get whatever you don't do or don't want you know like books are always welcome clothes are always welcome if you want to get something if you see something and you're inspired by it I say this all the time on everyone go ahead and do it but I'm not going to tell you what to get her and I'm not going to create a list for you because gift giving should be because you want to give a gift not because And if you really want me to tell you, sure, I will tell you something, but honestly, I have no idea. So, I don't know.
1: I am, I will give a confession and say I'm the worst gift giver. Not because of the quality of the gift, I like to think, but because of the timing. This might be an ADHD problem. So, a friend of ours got married one time in January of, let's say it was 2015. I don't think it was. I maybe sent them their gift in like August of 2018, but I was inspired. I was on Etsy and I was like, oh, this would be really cute. I don't know why it popped up and I got it and she loves it, but it's not timely. I'm really, I'm an awful gift giver. Awful.
2: I think we talked last week about knowing your friends, right? So... (laughs) and recognizing that your friends don't hate you they're just you know people are human
0: yeah all of my friends whose weddings i've attended i have not
2: brought a gift to
0: but i didn't I also have it. feel like i didn't have it for the gift so i couldn't but i had i made it work to show up because it's not like none of us are local to each other so that I and mean, I, I feel like our presence is a present. I and i don't that. mean that i don't and i don't mean that in the like y- you know i think some people do say that because they are cheap. <laughs> but it you know it re- it doesn't have to be that. Like you can just show up and it that should be okay.
2: No, i agree. If especially i'm sorry, if you travel for a wedding, you should be exempt from having to pro- um give a gift. And I mean, and then there's a the theory that I think some people might say, well, if you can't afford to travel and give a gift, then you should just send a gift. You know what? Fine. Oh, OK. And but also I would hope that I would not have a friend that would say that. And for that friend, I would probably just say, fuck off. We're not friends anymore. I won't. I, I, I won't preserve it. Um, But it's, if, it, if it were a close friend of mine Who are getting married And for whatever reason I genuinely could not do both I probably would just send a gift Or whatever Or I might ask them what to do Again, close friends Know your friends I feel comfortable having conversations with them um, Because I mean I really would want them to know That I want to celebrate them And it's like, okay Well, how do you want me to show up? Do you want me to show up by being there? Or would you rather I show up by sending a gift? Because you need that gift For whatever it is that you're doing, Right?
1: Yeah, I think that's valid, dish too. Set instead of my <laughs> presence,
2: Is the 10th dish set better than my face? I mean, you know, me, like- I don't <laughs> care if that's what you want. Then That's what you want. And that's what you can have. If you're like, I don't care, especially because y'all know as an introvert, I'll stay my ass home. Congratulations <laughs> from my bed. Right. Don't give me an excuse.
0: The way that you said it, though, I think is very valid. Like, I would, (laughs) if you just came up to me and said that, I would probably stay home and not send you a gift. I would probably just consider the friendship over. But if it's a situation where, like, you know what, like, I guess, I don't know, weddings are expensive. (laughs) Like, if you're throwing a big wedding. And like, well, I don't know. This is I'm I'm gonna start like, com- like, com- whatever. I'm in conflict right now. All right. So what I wanted to say was that like, you wanna attend and like your presence like be valuable to that person, but like at the same time they spent money on your plate. Right. But like, but that's a gift to me, isn't
2: it? <laughs> I don't that, know. I mean, that's that's where because you invited like, me, right? If I invited you and I fed you, the least you could do is bring a gift. And it's like, right? So this is where you get just these weird dynamics with gift giving, because it's like you got married, you decided to get married, you decided to have that food, you decided to invite these people to your things, and and did you do it only to get gifts? Right? Well, and go ahead, Sam. go ahead. Oh, sure. No, go ahead, Riptide.
1: I was just gonna mention like, and this comes back to like appropriate budgeting and expectations, because don't set your budget for your wedding at a point where you are going to have to rely on the gifts from the people who come to recoup that, because you never know, that's a variable, it's unpredictable. You can hope if you set a budget and you're like, it would be nice if we ended up bringing in this much money or getting these kind of gifts taken care of. That's one thing, but when you need it, it becomes a whole different thing and brings out an uh, an ugly side of people.
2: But that's what so many people will say. And I'm not saying that it's right, it's wrong. But so many people will say that, yeah, you'll make your money back through gifts. And it's like, that's not a good What Then why would I do this? Why would I spend this much money?
0: If I can't afford it, why would I do that? Like, you just
1: should
2: not spend that much.
1: Yeah, that'd be like throwing a birthday party and being like, it's okay my friends are gonna I'm doing this because my friends are gonna they're gonna pay me enough in gifts that's gonna make up for the money like that's such a weird way to go into an event that's supposed to be about celebrating you and your love
2: right don't I don't think you should plan events under the expectations that you're going to receive stuff you should plan the event that you want and if you happen to receive then you're lucky and if you don't then that is what that is. Now, I understand being upset. Like, because it's like, yeah, there are some people who are trifling. You showed up, you drank up all the liquor at the open bar. (laughs) You brought a friend to share a seat with you. You and and you, um, I don't know, you left early, you wasted something. I don't I don't know. And then you have the and then you didn't send a gift. So it's like you took, 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 took. And I don't know. Maybe you went to go get I, your boyfriend from the airport
1: who was already gone from the airport. Right.
2: But I think I think what somebody said, um, I think I saw a TikTok and it was like people who are upset about people who are bad friends on their birthdays. It's like that that person was a bad friend 364 days out the year. So, of course, on 365 days, they're going to continue to be a bad friend. So the people who are showing up to your wedding. And they're taking and not giving did not just show up to your wedding and take but not give. But they've been showing up in your life and taking but not giving this entire time. So I don't know why you thought that in the TikToks example, your birthday would be different. Or in the example of your wedding, that things would be different. And this is why people just need to be a little bit more selective. Mm -hmm. To be an
1: annoying therapist for a moment as well. I feel like a lot of the people who really struggle with that view relationships as transactional in nature and it's like, I do this to get this. This is what I do for this. And it's like, a lot of us who don't have that problem are like, yeah, I know that sometimes Flash Flood is there for me, and she gives like 90, and I know sometimes that I be there, and I'm gonna get dinner, or whatever. And it's not like this tit for tat thing, but a lot of people learn that like, love is conditional, and that every action has to be met with an equal and opposite reaction that's just not feasible in relationships or friendships.
2: And the ability to say if you don't have it don't give it. And so that applies to not just giving a gift, but also to giving energy and time. So people will do will complain about you taking something from me and not giving before saying this person, you know, I feel like I'm giving a lot to Riptide and she's not investing back on in me. And instead, I need to ask myself, why am I investing so much if I feel like I'm not receiving anything back? And maybe I could just invest a little bit less. And that's okay, too. Exactly. We can both invest less and still know that we love each other. This reminds
1: me of an Am I the Asshole that I read yesterday. I don't know if I sent it to you. I don't think so. So basically, it was like a bunch of guys who work in finance and their friend was getting married. It's a, you know, 10-hour drive from where they are. And one of the friends, of course, is like a regular blue collar worker and can't afford to go. And so he wasn't gonna go to the wedding because he was trying to live within his means. And they all guilted him and were like, no, you know, this is so important to Josh. I made Josh up. I don't know what his name was. It was probably Josh. And you need to go. And if you can't afford to fly, then we can all drive together. Well, then the rich boys were like, I don't actually wanna drive the 10 hours. So, and then they were like, but our friend Kyle still needs to go and he's a big boy so he can figure out how to get there on his own. And it's like, he did figure out how to get there on his own with you because you offered and guilted him into going. And now- and then
0: they didn't, so they provided a solution, took it back and then didn't provide an- another alternative. Like, hey, you know what? We actually don't want to do this, but we think it's really important for him to be there so we'll pay for his flight we'll right. tip in and together pay That's... for his flight we didn't do that we also don't know like can he even take the time off if he's actually time is money what i'm upset
1: Also, That's literally sometimes... what every
2: comment said
1: it was like if you guys care so much why don't you split the ticket if you're also ra- if you're
2: sometimes people thing. will say money is an issue and i'm not saying that money isn't an issue But people aren't always forthcoming about exactly what is holding them back. It's not just the $300 flights. It's that if I did have $300, I would put it towards this bill. And so taking $300 from you and still going to this wedding where I'm going to have to buy food, contribute to Ubers, rent a car, have a tux, other hidden expenses, which you guys aren't also subsidizing, are, it's going to be very difficult for me and it would be a lot easier for me to just respectfully decline which is another issue if you're going to invite people to things you have to respect that they can decline mm-hmm. yeah and
1: especially you know like when you have friendships with different income levels like don't pressure your friend into doing something that they can't afford and you know they can't afford it like Don't pressure them to go because it's not your money and it's not your pocket to watch. If they feel like the best decision for them is to stay home and sit that trip out or sit that event out, let them do it. Maybe they can go on the next one if you let them get their life together now.
2: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you can still go and have a good time. And not to be, like, petty about it or anything, but you can still go and have a good time. And if you can't go and have a good time without that that friend, then stay your ass at home, too. Like what? Or pay for that friend, one or the other. But again, also respect someone's ability to say that, like, decline. Because again, I think as Riptide said earlier, people are very tit for tat. And that's not acceptable. So you you'll pay for this flight and then they'll be complaining that you couldn't even pay for their birthday dinner, but they saw you wearing new shoes. People are so can be very petty when they're not good friends. And I want to be clear. I say that people do this. Not my friends. I don't have that issue. (laughs) I think all three of
1: us are team. Cut that bitch off real quick. Because I also thought when Flash Flood said, "If, if you don't, you know, just give me a gift instead of coming," I also thought I wouldn't be your friend if you said that. Right. <laughs>
0: Just, but, okay, the, co- the the one thing to that, though, is, like, if it's maybe, it depends on the situation. If it's, like, I'm having a kid, I can't afford it, I, you know, can't, don't want an abortion, whatever it is, like, I, I love you, but I would, in this particular case, I would really, like, the best way you can support me is by doing, providing this instead of showing up physically. You know what I mean? Or we're not having a party. We're not having a party at all. We're just asking for things because that's what we need. Right. Um. Anyways,
2: um. I don't even traveling for showers specifically baby showers. Um. I know this is gonna be something that Brittany's gonna fight fight me over, but like, why am I? You just want things for your baby. Why am I showing up before the baby is here? For why? I'm gonna send you that stroller set. And I'm going to come visit you after and wash some laundry. But I'm not showing up to, like, to what? Why would I travel you for this? You know what? Baby showers are also the worst parties because,
0: one, the games. Two, um, it's always the biggest mix of people you don't know. Um, I don't enjoy them.
1: I There's don't enjoy too them. many old people there. Like, you have to – it's so – formally informal and it's awkward and i I don't want to
2: watch you open gifts i hate the custom of watching people open gifts abolish
1: (laughs) um my what are we what did we call him my wealthy friend yes recently threw a baby shower for his cousin and he was appalled because i think he's used to solving his family problems by throwing Okay, this sounds really awful. I swear he's not an awful person. He's really caring. And usually the main barrier to things for his family is money. So he's is used he? to being able... What? Is he? <laughs> he, he can't be. <laughs> so usually he's able to say like, here, I can help do this by like buying these few things for you. Right? So he was like, okay, I'll help get the food and the other things together. Um, and then he was like, There's games. Why are there gapes?
2: And I was "That's like, a yeah. very good question, Richard." And
1: for <laughs> some reason, the people who who throw the baby shower usually like keep track of the gifts that were given to and write them down so that they so can many send out responsibilities. Notes. Mm-hmm.
0: And he, was you like, know, who does what? these things? Women, Women. right? Women. It's common
2: sense. Yeah, you write down what. <laughs> you I know what? Oh, I want to say. I had a friend who was a white person. Just I feel like that feeds into it. They had their wedding shower, stupid. And they had a specific notebook where they wanted me to record every single, single item they brought. Now, I brought my laptop because why wouldn't I do this on a Google Docs? I can type faster than I can write and I can come and write it back. If you want it in this notebook, I can type everything. And when I have the time, I can write it in there. A lot neater than when I'm trying to speed write during this. She... I, I know she threw, I was like having an internal crisis when I was like, why would I write this when I could just type this and write it later? And it was like, because I wanted it in the notebook. That's stupid. <laughs> like, what? And I'll never forget. I think her other friend ended up writing and I ended up typing it. And she was like, wow, that type list was so much more thorough and better. And it was way more useful. Yeah, bitch. It's fucking 2016. Why are <laughs> we still writing things?
1: Right. You're trying to read chicken scratch. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Did we get to everything on the list about gift giving?
2: Oh, holiday gifts. No, we didn't didn't even get to, like, holiday (laughs) gifts.
1: I
0: would, I mean, I could skip holiday gifts if that's
2: okay with y'all. That's fine. I feel like we've been here for a while.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to talk about, like, affordability again. (laughs) But, like, specifically for people who try to solve gift giving affordability by being, like... Oh, you can just hand make something. No. No, you cannot just hand make something. Like, what do you want me to hand make you?
2: A bracelet? That's also time. Time is still money That's too, time. bitch. That's time. Time I'll yes. never get back. I can I return something, but I can never get that time back. <laughs> right.
1: Right. And then you really want me to just make this scarf, like knit you this scarf that you can't wear and is ugly <laughs> and has three missing stitches, like everywhere. And remote. again...
0: uh, This goes along with overconsumption in that you're creating garbage. Like, why am I going to make you something that's just going to go in the trash? This is also like gift-giving when you buy people souvenirs. How many freaking magnets does a person need or keychains does a person need? You don't need any of these.
1: None. That reminds me, I think we began this conversation a while ago, but, like, parents, for some reason, not understanding that most of us are, like, minimal, minimalists these days because of time, space, and we trying to live, and the environment is sick of us, and they just, like, be hoarding things and wanting to give them to you, and it's like, why, no, mom, I don't understand why you have 10 knives to begin with, not 10 knives, maybe 10 rubber spatulas to begin with, and I don't want you to send me three. And I don't want this whisk that's on sale because it's on sale. Yes.
0: And I, yeah, you didn't have to buy it. They, like,
1: they're buying
0: it intentionally to give it as a gift. But, like, you wouldn't have to, like, it wouldn't be taking up space in your home if you had just not purchased it without asking someone if they needed it first. But that And ta- if they said no, please,
2: please respect that they said no. But that takes so much self-restraint. And, the, I mean, I never pay attention to it. But, like, after apps such as Amazon look at the deals for the day look at like they shove them in your face they don't shove them in my face because somehow I just scroll and ignore them but I have a (laughs) friend who will be like yeah Amazon's got this deal I'm not buying this I don't need it (laughs) I'm not
1: I think my mom was like literally addicted to the like those groups because they just there's like all these Facebook groups with Amazon deals and they just post deals all day for things that are like buy one, get one free or $0.10 cents, or $0.20 cents, or whatever glitch. And she was just yeah. buying all kinds of things.
2: Uh, my version of that is, or not my version of that, but my dislike version of that. And I feel like you guys are both going to disagree, especially maybe you rip type. I don't know. I feel like I'm rigid in this sense. Is like the travel, um, cheap flight stuff where it's like you can get a cheap flight to South Africa if you fly on November 31st and you return on December 32nd and you can get a round trip $200 and then you could go and I'm like but I wasn't planning on it was like that's not when or where I was trying to go and people will be like cheap flights, take advantage no that's not that's not the travel I was trying to have I have a very specific travel plan of places where I want to go and so I am going to pay whatever they're asking, because if I want to go on October 13th, then I'm going to go on those dates and I'm going to pay what they're offering for October 13th.
1: Right. It's usually like, I feel like too, like today's what, April 28th. It's like, if you leave tomorrow and you come Mm -hmm. back Sunday, you can get this flight for $20 and it's like, well, yeah, but I'm spending all my time at the airport and I have to leave tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of flight deals they're usually not days that I would travel but I would be open to it if it's like hmm I want to take a vacation in October and there just happens to be a deal to go somewhere because you know me
2: I'm an adventure traveler so I'd be like
1: oh sure why not
2: see that's why I said I feel like you probably (laughs) like it better than I do just for that reason
0: Yeah, yeah I would agree I I feel like that's how I got my trip to Portugal last year It's a place that I happen to really like, and I happen to find a really good deal. And so I was fortunate enough to be able to take the time off, like, kind of short notice. I think that's the other thing with those types of deals is, like, you have to have um, a lot of
2: flexibility to be able to take advantage of them. Right. Working in education, there are never any deals during the times in which I can travel.
0: And I think that also – that probably also frames why you chop for trips the way that you do – And like, you know what I mean? Like this. I'm also just incredibly rigid and high
2: anxiety. But yes, also that I'm like, (laughs) I have to have like an extreme plan. Even right now, I booked. It took me. It was very stressful deciding the same day and booking my flight the same day to go to San Diego this summer. It's not till July. Uh, but it was like, yeah, I'm going and I'm going and I'm going to book these flights. And it was really hard for me to click book. And I said, no, you're going to do it. You've been thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> and even now I'm like, OK, well, how am I going to do this with my child? So now I joined a traveling with children group so I can ex- obsessively plan how I'm going <laughs> to do this in advance. So
0: um, <laughs> we're off topic, <laughs> but that is very interesting. <laughs>
2: Yes,
0: I am. Um, right. What about people who I don't like are also um, people who try to outgift others? Like, honestly, I'm not a very competitive person, so this is definitely not for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you, for whatever reason, whatever, if I feel like someone is trying to be competitive with me, I'm just gonna, I drop out of the race. Right. You <laughs> Matter of fact, I might, not even, I might not even be going to the Met ma- now. Right, right. <laughs> You can win all of the love and affection that you think you're going to get because
1: I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) To, um, To piss off Flash Flood, I wonder if like all three of us are just so sentimental when it comes to gift versus like the value and the representation and all of that because we're water signs. And I wonder how our fire sign friends might view this topic differently than us.
2: Bitch, I don't That's even know which signs are fucking fire signs. So, what? what is, which one is that? That would
1: be our turnt friend. Mm. And our. Oh, um, well, that
2: bitch just likes getting gifts. Isn't that foreign, her love
1: language? Foreign baby daddy uh, friend.
0: I don't know. I feel like they I'm would sorry,
2: agree with us. A foreign.
1: A, can you
2: look at the. Okay. I was like, who? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah i'm not a fan of like out others though to put us back on track
2: i might ask someone what they're getting someone just to gauge like how much did they spend because i know that'll again not the people who i associate with but i if i'm getting i don't know i don't want people to think that i didn't i cared less if that makes any sense but i don't think that anyone i am giving gifts to that i like would care. but maybe no, i, I don't think they're going
0: to i don't think they're going to pay attention, but i it, it, you're right there is like this there are different expectations for different type different people and the different types of relationships like so when we were talking about you know some some relationships being or like viewing relationships as transactional, some relationships are transactional. Mm-hmm. my relationship with my boss is entirely transactional. You know what I mean? And like, if I get invited to their party, whatever type of party it is, I'm probably going to go because that might have some, it shouldn't, but it might have some effect on how I'm seen in the workplace, um, whether or not I'm invested in my workplace relationships. And it might be, it might be more, it might seem appropriate to bring a gift. Am I going to bring the most expensive gift? No. Matter of fact, we had a party like this last year. I didn't bring a gift at all, but I showed up. <laughs> I stayed from start to finish. So I just I participated. I don't
1: know. Is gift-giving like my I feel like everybody who's neurodivergent has like one thing that they're insanely rigid about that makes no sense. And for me it's gift-giving. Like I just am not willing to conform to social norms when it comes to gift-giving and expectations of of like how much you spend on people.
2: Or now I'm trying to figure out what, what mine is. is
0: i know (laughs) that's not that's not for me um i will say though um you've sent me gifts before and i've always really appreciated them um y'all all all sent me flowers last year and i really loved them oh we did that was that was beautiful y'all have gotten me lots of gifts that i haven't expected they always make me cry (laughs)
1: Oh, sentimental. Deep down in the pits of a
0: Scorpio. (laughs) Flood's face was like, what?
2: (laughs) No, I was looking at the chat because Riptide said that my thing that I'm super rigid about is gift receiving. And she's absolutely (laughs) right. And tampons for incarcerated women. (laughs) <laughs> I am really obsessed with that too ever since I found out that they had to pay for for pads and tampons I'm like I don't fucking understand this is a basic human right but of course we don't think people in prison are humans mm. so I mean I do but I you know, society doesn't
1: I can't I just want to reiterate that deep down in the pits of Scorpios lays just a little bit of tiny sentimental emotion they don't like you to know it though <laughs>
0: riptide has been really hating on the scorpios lately for a reason for a i'm reason. sick of
2: y'all but like... of y'all. <laughs> i want to be clear rage i really love you and i love britney's sister as well um i think i know three scorpios but anytime i find someone who does suck I swear to god they're always a scorpio and i'm just like i mean it seems i don't believe in astrology but i do know that scorpios are devils i i mean that's all it's is. like
1: if they do the work to become emotionally mature they can be the most beautiful people but i some think of y'all just be so scared of emotions that you don't do the work i don't know
0: girl i just feel like i've been very traumatized so i don't I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> You've been trying... Wait. I, I have not put in the work. I don't know how I have gotten that, to where I am. That trauma, I do really. know that there is trauma.
1: <laughs> Are Scorpios but- more likely to experience trauma because they're uh, Valentine's Day babies?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, because you know people was just fucking and sucking willy nilly, and they wasn't expecting nothing to show up in November. And then here you are, it wasn't ready. So,
1: okay, well, anyways. I don't know. If there's,
2: there is absolutely zero science behind this. There's race. no correlation. Don't try and make sense of nonsense. There's, there's also no sense between saying Bull. that Scorpios are trash, but I mean it's true. But it's <laughs> no. not.
0: That whoop whoop. OK, we well, anyways, we right, yeah, you guys did. Let's get into the petty problems. Oh. I feel like we're I don't know where we're out of time.
2: <laughs> we're definitely too far in. So in this segment for our petty problems, we're going to read through some listener letters from our listeners. Letters from our listeners. I'm perfectly fine regarding their petty problems or things that they think might be petty. To have your letter read aloud on the show email us at 99problems.pod at gmail.com n-i-n-e-t-y number nine p-r-o-b-l-e-m-s dot p-o-d at gmail.com we're going to start off with the birthday surprise this has anyway hey y'all i went to a surprise birthday party put together by my friends i found out during the party from someone outside of the friends group that my girlfriend who had been living abroad for the summer decided to move on from our relationship and wouldn't be returning. I looked around the table and realized that everyone knew but me and just didn't tell me. I stormed out of my birthday party. Was I petty for leaving?
0: No, what the hell? How could how could they not tell you?
1: That was really disrespectful. If everybody knew, this sounds like really immature people
0: well maybe they were trying to save their friend but like that's also the thing like you can't oh what made them think that they were the only people that knew because this says that someone outside of the friends group told them about this happening right i found out during the party from someone outside of the friends group
1: yeah that's that's really shitty because if all your friends knew and they didn't tell you but somebody outside of the friend group knew then them ain't your friends Mm. you should never
2: come back actually i feel like if ever we become like hot and everyone listens to us them ain't your friends is definitely going to be our tagline because we say it every week
1: (laughs) they're not your friends
2: you need new friends
1: yeah, and apparently a new girlfriend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's wild. You know what? Well, I'm curious. Is this who'd been living abroad from the summer moved on from our relationship and wouldn't be returning? Okay, that's not because this would be extra wild if it was like they'd been living abroad and they decided to stay there forever.
1: Yeah, no, I, I guess I think like they, I think they do. Emily in Paris. Actually. I wonder if that's how Emily and Paris' boyfriend found out.
0: matter of fact, I'm a little mad right now.
2: Are you feeling the rage? <laughs> All right, we'll go on to the next problem. So, no, you're not wrong for walking out on that. I feel like rage is rage typing right now. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, hey, villains. I'm going to keep this one short. Am I petty for not hanging out with one of my friends as often because I'm sick of her unsolicited rela- unsolicited relationship advice? No. She's been dating... <laughs> Sorry, Go There's ahead. a lot after this. You're absolutely right.
0: <laughs> nah, I'm going to keep this one
2: short. <laughs> She's been dating her boyfriend for about four months now, and prior to that, she was dating her former partner for almost seven years. She's a great friend in other aspects. I just don't want to hear her long-winded relationship TED Talks. For example... I told her about this very handsome bartender I saw when I went out, was out, and I mentioned that he was, quote unquote, my type. She then went on an entire lecture about how we think our types and how we should be more open because she would never have swiped right on her current boyfriend if she saw him on a dating app versus IRL. Like, that's cool, and she probably has quite a bit of insight, but I didn't ask. I just casually mentioned the guy was cute, and now I gotta listen to this this one woman relationship advice podcast. I'm thinking I'll take Flash Flood's advice for other situations and, quote, unquote, put her in a box for now. So am I being petty? And again, back to Riptide, I think the answer was no,
1: because it's you are not even saying, like, I don't know what my type is and she's helping you with solutions for it. You're saying, oh, the bartender's cute and she's talking about. You don't know what's cute because you might, I found my man at the store and if he was on Christian Bumble, I would have never swiped on him. And so you just have to get out there and give love a chance. And bitch, if you just wanted to talk about your relationship, we could have just had a conversation about your relationship and how you were feeling so in love and shocked because this is not the type of person you would typically go for. But right now I'm talking about how the bartender fine as fuck. So I'm going to need you to shut up.
2: Right, and I'm sorry, I think we have a, I, I don't know, I think we have a typical type of people who we find fine as fuck, and we may know that fine as fuck is also raggedy as fuck, but that'll make them any less fine.
1: Right, because, yeah, no, just no. Absolutely. So when you put her in the box, when I teach my, my clients how to use their containers, We always like to imagine picking them up, like they're tiny and insignificant, and dropping them in, and it just adds like an extra little bit of oomph to the exercise. It's just really satisfying to imagine someone like they're really tiny and like you know what? Please no, don't. Sorry, go ahead. I really like that. I do. (laughs) I appreciate that. That that is,
0: as you said, it does have a little extra oomph to it.
1: Does you have to take things back out of the box, though, guys? You can't just put them in there and throw away the key. Sorry.
2: Mm, I think I'm gonna put them in the box to suffocate. Um. Okay. That's Question, mean, though. The I've, okay. I I <laughs> think
0: I misunder I mi- I had misunderstood this. I did agree with putting this person in a box, but it sounds like this. You're you're right, Riptide. This person just wanted to talk about a whole... She had something in mind that she wanted had been wanting to bring up some way or another. And so this is why, where she... She found a trigger word, and that's where she went. That's what it was. Like she said... Dad. She mentioned my type, and all of a sudden, she was like, that's the conversation I've been wanting to have about our types. Because this person said the bartender was their type. And then why are you talking about what I think what we think our types may or may not be Mm -hmm. and what does this have to do with whether or not there are type on a dating app versus in real life because I saw this person in real life and that's what I'm going on are they saying that we need to evaluate them on both at like
1: both platforms (laughs) (laughs) and in real life platform and dating app platform this is where I argue that I think that and most people are gonna disagree, that neurodivergent people have a better understanding sometimes of social skills and how to have conversations because we have to study them. And we might struggle with impulse control or talk a little bit too much every now and then, but we know that we're doing it. We just can't stop. So we know that you should not just center a conversation around you and that you're supposed to listen and validate the other person and their perspective before you just talk about whatever you want. So why would you, like, Your friend should at least be like, oh, that's so cool, girl, and find a way to transition it, so.
2: Why do we care about her current boyfriend? We don't, especially not after four months. Bitch, I don't care about your current boyfriend if you've been married to him for 30 years. I don't care about your boyfriend. (laughs) All right, well,
0: you win. Put that person in a box. Put a little bow on it, too. But apparently, don't suffocate them. And don't gift it to someone because no one else needs that either.
1: (laughs) Okay. To be fair, you don't have to take the people out of the box, but you do have to deal with the emotions eventually. So you can't just lock everything in and throw away the key. You have to be like, okay.
2: Yeah, I guess if you're locking everyone in a box, you have to ask why you are locking everyone in a box. Yes. And maybe you want to be alone and that's fine too. Bye.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, I guess to each their own as long as you're not harming anyone else. Um, But we want to thank our petty friends with their petty problems who wrote into the show. If you want to hear your problems read aloud, please send us an email at 99problems.pod at gmail.com. We need some more mess and we love hearing your guys' petty problems because we're petty people. Um, So send us some more and thanks to those who have sent letters in so far. Um, That is going to wrap up our show, so I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of 99 Problems and Gift Giving. Specifically, registries are definitely one of them. Um, Tune in every Tuesday to hear the three of us in the midst of our villain era and complain about the things that you hate most. Toodaloo!